1: requires cling to the one amen open your bibles with me to first corinthians first corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 5 is where we begin today and this is paul giving wisdom from god this is paul talking to christians talking to the church giving wisdom from god look with me now in verse number five that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, that your faith shouldn't stand in the wisdom of men. Listen, I believe Paul knew, Paul knew that there was a danger of people putting too much faith in him and following him and his personality and his words instead of God. Now, like any good preacher, like the Apostle Paul, is going to point you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's going to point you to Scripture, to God's Word, to God Himself. He is the one that can help you. He's the one that can change a life. He's the one that can give salvation. Uh, we are just simply a mouthpiece. And here Paul is making this statement that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. And by earthly, by earthly standards, there's some men have a lot of wisdom here on earth. Big degrees, all, all kind of things going on, but all the degrees in the world won't get you to God. Only putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ will. And it reminds me of that ber- verse that says, They're forever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So you could know everything about everything, but if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you're on your way to hell, according to the Bible, not my word. He says so that your faith should not stand in men. Don't put your faith in me. Don't put your faith in another man. It it doesn't mean now later on. And Paul talks about where follow me as I follow Christ, and that's that's a good thing. Following somebody is not putting your faith in them, right? You're just simply following them. If you have a pastor, I promise you, you're following him. If you're going to church, he's getting up preaching to you what God's given him. Amen. He's pointing you to God. And he says, don't stand the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. And the power of God. And Paul was determined that he would lead men and women to put their trust alone in God rather than the wisdom of man all who proclaim the gospel message or teach the word of god or preach the word of god should be doing the exact same thing everything that you say everything that you do should be pointing others to god to faith and trust in the lord jesus christ amen that's where the power is he says in the end of that verse but in the power of god look with me now in verse number six Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Speak wisdom among them who are mature or full full grown, people that are saved. The wisdom, and listen, the wisdom of this world is perishing things. It's perishing, just like the person given it. But wisdom from God will stand forever. The Bible says, God says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall endure forever. Forever. God's word will always be around. It never changes. It's always the same. It's always trustworthy. And it always tells the truth. Amen. So you can put your faith in that, In God's word, not in the wisdom of this world or the princes of this world or the people of power in this world, because the most powerful man on the planet couldn't save himself. He'd have to realize he's a sinner in need of a savior because there's something that stalks each and every one of us, and that is death. The Bible says death stalks each and every one of us. We have that fear of death. But when you're saved, hey, you know where you're going. It's not that I think or I hope or maybe. No, I know where I'm going when I die. Amen. I know that I know that I know. Like the old preacher used to say, you better know that you know that you know. And before I got saved, I was like, well, well, what does that exactly mean? But now that I am, I know. I just know. There's no doubt. I know it just as much as I'm talking right now. when I die, I'll lift up my eyes in heaven. Not because of anything I did, but because I realized I couldn't do it. But Jesus did, and I put my faith and trust in Him. Amen? And he says in verse 7, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. A mystery in the new testament there's a lot of truths revealed in the new testament and i believe that's a lot of what he's talking about here because a lot of the old testament points to the new it points to jesus christ and there's a lot of mysteries in the new testament that are revealed but now made known to believers by the apostles and the prophets in the church age and that's what paul is doing here he's preaching the truth amen the mystery is the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our own world, before the world was ever formed. The truth of God stood then. Amen. And The mystery of the gospel includes such wonderful truths as the fact that now Jews and Gentiles could be one in Christ one you could have a brother or sister you could be a a, a Jew and have a, a, a brother that's that's a gentile and the same with the sister you could have a sister that's a gentile and a sister that's a Jew amen we're one in the same in Christ most certainly and lord jesus will come what an amazing revelation this is and where he where he says in that verse that he the wisdom of God and a mystery. Well, one mystery they didn't know about before the New Testament was the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the second coming, the coming where he got his bride, where he gets his pride, when the trumpet, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And that mystery was revealed in the New Testament. Amen? And I look forward to that day. Look with me now in verse number 8, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The rulers of this age, you know, maybe they're referring to demonic spirits or the humans that are in power at this time. But listen, they didn't understand the wisdom of God. Christ on the cross, by His death, He won the battle. Amen. They didn't understand that. Or maybe they wouldn't have crucified Him. But they certainly did afterwards. They, they certainly did when it went dark. They certainly did when He rose again on the third day. They certainly did when He reappeared. Amen. They certainly did when He went up into heaven and said, He'll return. Amen. That's right. They may have not crucified the Lord of glory. Because the devil has them blinded, you see. And God can save anybody. The, the Roman soldiers that hung Christ on the cross could have been born again after they saw what happened there's nobody that's done nothing too bad that christ can't forgive us for and that's hard for a lot of human minds to wrap around like we think of the most horrendous thing we go man how could god forgive that there's no way but god can but god can because we don't see sin like god sees sin the Bible says that if you even hate your brother in your heart, it's like you've committed murder. If you looked at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery. So just having that thought is just like doing it. It's a sin in your heart. And that's how God sees it. And that's why every, each and every one of us must be saved. You know, I witnessed to a man for a long time that was much, you know, probably 20 years older than me. And for the longest time, I kept telling him how to be saved. And it, it just like it would never click. And then finally, one day, it clicked. He's like, you know, you can't be good enough to get into heaven, can you? Because before that, he used to tell me all the time, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. And it, it finally clicked that you can't be good enough. And that's the truth. Jesus said, there's none good. No, not one Each and every person must be born again. And that is a, a mystery that's revealed in the New Testament when Christ died and He rose again. We can put our faith and trust in Him and that He's coming again. What an awesome mystery that's been revealed to us. Amen? Look with me now in verse number 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. The process of revelation, inspiration, illumination, they're all described in this verse. And they tell us how these wonderful truths were made known to the apostles by the Holy Spirit of that day. So how they in turn turned these truths of inspiration to the Holy Spirit and they pinned them down and we now have the Bible, amen? And that was because of the Holy Spirit spirit laying it on their heart and once you get saved a piece of the holy spirit moves within you and that's how you will understand scripture my house so many people i have talked to and they say i just i just can't understand the bible i don't read it because i just can't understand it and you can't understand it because you don't know god you can't understand it because you're not saved you can't understand it because you don't have the holy spirit living within you You see, it's the Holy Spirit that bears witness to the truth when you read Scripture. It's the Holy Spirit that reveals truth in Scripture to you. And here in this verse, it's talking about the three things that we have that we learn here on earth. The eye and your mind and your heart. All these things that we use here on earth that are physical touch that we can see, we can touch. That's how we learn. But when you learn about God, when you learn about scripture that's the spirit moving within you and that spirit has got to receive that truth and even when you meet another person my spirit bear witness with your spirit amen the spirit of god he'll lead you into all truth like when a preacher's preaching and there's something inside you can feel it deep inside and there's something down there just saying that's true that's true that's true that's the Holy Spirit pounding on your heart saying, that's true. That's truth right there. That's God's word. Amen. And that, that's a that's a good feeling. If you've got that feeling when you hear a preacher preach, hey, you know God's moving in your heart. And that is a good, good feeling. Because like many I've spoken to and they, I just can't understand the Bible. And they say, and listen, if you're not saying, you're not going to understand the Bible. Oh, you might read it like a textbook, but it's not a textbook. The Bible is a spiritual book. It's alive. It's a living book. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts to the joint to the marrow. It cuts down to the matter of the heart, the heart of the matter. It most certainly does. It is alive and a living book. Amen? It's the one book, no matter where you read it, that the author is present. Think about that. It's the one book, no matter where you read it, that the author is present with you. Amen. And if you've got the Spirit of God within you, He reveals those truths. And there's nothing like Scripture to interpret Scripture. That's one of the best things that I've, I've come across. Scripture interpreting Scripture. Amen? So this verse here where it says, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love them. This, this verse is, is commonly uh, interpreted about the glories of heaven. And amen, it may be partly that because there's a lot of glories in heaven. We can't even imagine, the Bible says, we can't even, our mind can't even think of that big of the things that God has prepared for us that love him. But what Paul could really be speaking about here is the truth that we already have in the New Testament. How he's revealed so many things to us that they didn't know in that day, that we now have. By the way, a lot of times we just take it for granted. Amen. The disciples didn't have all the scripture like we have. So let me just tell you what God told me one day in my heart. He said, Michael, you have just as much, but wait, you have actually more responsibility to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as the disciples did. Yes, I said that, that you have just as much responsibility as the disciples did to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because you have the Bible in its entirety. Amen. And God's going to hold you responsible for that. What he gave you, what you did with what he gave you. Amen. Look with me now in verse 10, verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. In other words, these truths are foretold in the Old Testament or made known by the apostles in the New Testament. It was by the Spirit of God that the apostles and prophets were, were enlightened, that the Holy Spirit moved on their heart because the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. You ever meet somebody that would be called a deep thinker? They, they, they think deeper than most people. And I just wonder, you wonder about the deep things of God. And the more that you grow as a Christian, the more that you'll read your Bible, the more that you'll be obedient, the more deeper God will take you into His Word, that you may grow even deeper in your bond and your walk with God. Why? Because the Spirit will lead you that way when you're right with god he wants to lead you into those truths he wants to grow you he wants to feed you with meat in other words like you're a full-grown christian not with milk but with meat but that that's intent you've got to and you've got to want that you've got to have that drive that i want to be close to god you've got to put that effort in because your flesh will naturally lay down on you it'll naturally want to take a nap You'll naturally want to put your feet up. You'll naturally want to get comfortable. You'll naturally want to sit in the air conditioning. You'll naturally want to just lay back. So if you want to get close to God, you've got to be intentional about it because God doesn't move. You see, it's us that moves. It's us that backs away. It's us that slides away. And my mother always told me that there's no sitting still with God. You're either moving forward or you're sliding back. And that's where they get the same backsliding. And that's where I come up with that saying, moving forward for the Lord. And I'm doing my best to live by that motto. Moving forward for the Lord. Stay in progress. Stay in drive. Keep your foot on the gas. Amen. And shoot for the prize of glory. Hey, to serve God why because he saved my soul from the fires of hell and I want others to know about it I don't want not one single person to go to hell I want everybody to go to heaven but not everybody will believe Jesus Christ himself preached and they heard them with their own ears yet they chose not to believe so listen to me don't get discouraged don't get discouraged when telling people about Christ because even Jesus himself preached and they didn't believe but there will be some that believe There'll be some that believe that you may have heard you, and two years later, you may never see them again, but they wind up getting saved, amen? You just don't know, because if you plant a seed from God, that seed can grow into the biggest stalk you've ever seen and keep right on growing and sprout more beans and then sprout more beans and just keep right on going. You just keep right on plowing and planting them seeds God has given you, amen? Look, with we'll me now in verse number 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Even in human affairs, we don't no man knows what another man's thinking. You, you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know what their thoughts are. You don't know what their intent is. You can't possibly know that. You might have an inclination of what you think it is, but you don't actually know because you can't read their mind. So only that person that's thinking that knows exactly what they're thinking. Listen to what that verse says after I just said that now. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? It takes a man to know a man? Does that make sense? It, it takes a, a man to know a man? Because like dogs and animals, uh, they might want to be friendly to you, but they don't understand how you think. Even if you explained it to them, they wouldn't understand Why? Because they don't have the spirit of man. And the same with understanding God's th- things, God's word. If you don't have a, the spirit of God in you, it's the same way. And, and that's so it is with God. The only one who can understand the things of God is the spirit of God. Amen? And that's why so many that read the Bible say, I can't understand it. I just can't understand it. Well, now listen to me. Let me give you a warning about that. If you're a new Christian, you're not going to understand everything right away. You just aren't, and nobody will ever exhaust all the truths in Scripture. It is a lifelong endeavor, and it's just my belief, uh, just my belief, that we're going to keep on learning while we're in heaven. Amen. About God's Word, because man, it is just ever ending. You just always grow deeper in the Lord and closer with the Lord. And you can read the same verse 35 times. But on the 36th time, it's like God turns the light on and the Holy Spirit shows you a truth in that verse. And you go, man, how come I never saw that before? Because the Holy Spirit didn't show you. But when he does, you see it. And when he does, he stamps it upon your heart. Amen. Because you know it's God that revealed it to you. And I love that. I love that. And God just shows you something, you go, wow, man, that is amazing. I love that when the Lord does that. But it takes the Spirit of God to do that. Because listen to me, the only one who can understand the things of God is the Spirit of God. And without you being saved, you don't have the Spirit of God. Just like it takes a man to understand another man. An animal can't understand you. Well, kind of the same concept. The only one who can understand the things of God is the Spirit of God. Look with me now in verse number 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. He says, we, now we've received not the spirit of this world, but we have the spirit of God. Since the apostles and prophets had received the Holy Spirit, he was able to share with them the deep truths of of god and god wants to share with you the deep truth of himself in his word amen are you studying it are you reading it because you have got to work at that like i said it doesn't just come naturally your flesh will just want to lay down and take a nap you've got to be intentional about it apart from the spirit of god who is from god hey those apostles could have never received the divine truth which Paul was speaking about here and is preserved for us in the New Testament. Amen. He received those truths because the Spirit of God revealed them to him. Verse 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Don't you love that? The Holy Ghost teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual the things also we speak not of the not in the words which man's wisdom teaches and like i said there's a lot of man-made wisdom out there and i'm not saying they're not smart but it's not true wisdom true wisdom is from god amen that's where true wisdom comes from and so with all the wisdom of the world uh, it can never get you to god but the holy ghost teaches Compare spiritual things with spiritual things it'll draw you closer and closer to god amen because the bible says but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned you remember what i was saying about those people that couldn't understand the bible listen to what that says but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of god they are foolishness unto him. That's foolishness. That crazy Bible you believe with all those stories and that boat and that ark and the talking donkey and the person who raised himself from the dead. Amen? Yes, that was the Lord Jesus Christ and I believe every word of it. Go forth. Preach the gospel. Share your testimony. Dive deep into God's holy word.
0: We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200 That's 352-247-9200 Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries Radio Broadcast Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida 34451 That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.